Hey, welcome to the Creative Career Starter Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Lyons, and I'm so glad to have you with us. Today, I'll be talking with Anna Wisby. Anna is a recent graduate of Alfred University with a BFA in graphic design, who found herself a bit unsure about just what it was that she wanted to do as a creative professional, and as a result, how to identify her next move. We'll discuss the steps she took to move from that point in her life to her newfound confidence in a focused portfolio and a career plan that has her excited and ready to get after it. Thanks for joining us. Anna Wisby, welcome to the Creative Career Starter Podcast. I'm so glad you're with us. Thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me. So tell me a little bit about um, about yourself. You are a recent graduate of Alfred University. You've got a BFA in graphic design. What did you focus on in college? Well, it's just a general BFA. And then I focused mainly in the expanded media department. So I started off going to school for photography. And then through photography, I met video. And I really wanted to get into a video class. I ended up taking a graphic design class just to get credit. And then I fell in love with graphic design because I realized that I was pretty good at it and then uh the teacher liked what I was doing and it just felt good to like snap things together like kind of like a puzzle for different creative briefs so talk about your your creative interests it sounds like you have quite a few yeah I like pretty much everything digital I haven't really worked with a pen and paper in a long time unless it's just jotting down all of my ideas but I like digital drawing Video, graphic design, photo, pretty much I like expanding my knowledge base and learning as many Adobe products as I can get my hands on and just figuring out all the tips and tricks and how they all interact with each other. So you're probably not unlike so many graphic design students in trying to imagine the kind of work you would do when you got out of school. What did, how did you see yourself as a creative professional while you were at Alfred University? Honestly, I didn't really know what I was going to do. I really was focused on graduating because I took an extra year to do it. And so my number one, I had like tunnel vision for that graduation <laughs> date. But I knew I was like, wanted to go into possibly into the graphic design field because that's what um, my mother does, who's also worked with you. And, uh, but I also like media, so I just wanted to have as many different pools of knowledge that I could pull from to make myself just be able to do a lot of different things. Whatever anyone asked for, I could do a little bit of a lot of different things. So you didn't have a, a real career path in mind? I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was really focused on that college graduation date. And then you gave me in one of the class in the, like the first class, you gave me that list of every job you can have as a creative individual. And I didn't know half of them or how to get started in half of them. But when I saw the editorial designer, I really liked that idea because I really liked making zines and little books and stuff and writing. And so my ears kind of perked up when I saw that and I was like, I'm going to pick that one. <laughs> what I loved was how you 
once you realize that that was the thing that you love without really being able to articulate that before, how you dove in on that. I mean, you seem to have a real renewed energy around your work at that point. Yeah, definitely. I was getting a little burnt out making the work for uh, our my senior thesis. And so zines were kind of what I was doing for fun on the side as I was making more like graphic posters in different styles. And so then when you were like, you can make zines, I was like, well, okay, I'll just make all a lot of zines. So how are you feeling now about your portfolio? Does it feel stronger? Are you more proud of it? Yeah, I think I'm, I'm coming there. And by that, I mean, I think I've felt stronger and more proud of it within the last 24 to 48 hours. <laughs> I love like it. Like, if you, you had talked to me last week, I was still wasn't quite there because of, I'm currently reworking a, a book that I did for a grade, and I've made it very academic, very brochure, and I'm trying to make it more fun, and it was still feeling like it was for it was very academic and very like stiff still while just appearing to be fun through the use of different colors and pictures and within the last 48 hours i have broken it down and changed everything structurally and it is 250 times more fun and less academic and it feels really good to just have a breakthrough and break it all apart and finally break it down so this is interesting because it sounds like now that you are focused on a career, like you've got your eye on something, but now you're, it sounds like your skill set is expanding. Have you, what have you learned in these last few months that, you know, since you graduated from college during this process of focusing your book? Well, I wanted to make this book an ebook, And so I wanted to make it interactive because as soon as in one of our meetings you said you can add gifts to an InDesign gifts and videos to an InDesign doc. Well, I watched about 15 seconds of 15 different tutorials because my issue is that no tutorial is exactly what I want to do, and I have to piece them all together to find out how I can break their project into what I want to do. And after about two weeks of getting really mad at my computer and trying everything the hardest way possible, I watched one more tutorial and found out that my idea actually, instead of taking two hours and getting really frustrated, could only take about five minutes and was the easiest thing in InDesign to figure out how to do. And it broke the mold. So now I've learned how to do rollover effects where in the document, you, I can roll over different parts of my design in little pop-ups. So I'm doing a book about a director and little fun facts will pop up in different places when you roll over pieces of my design or little inside references to his movies or quotes, just to make it a little more fun for the viewer. You know, that's, that's a really instructive piece there because I, I truly believe that software can be an inhibitor, but there are so many ways, to your point, to just, I, I was on YouTube today, this, I found this wonderful resource for Adobe Illustrator tips. I know Illustrator, I've been using it for 20 years. I am a power user. There was so much I don't know about that software. And I learned some things today in advance of teaching a course in it. 
that it's going to facilitate interesting effects that I can apply to my drawings. Once you learn the software and you see the potential of it and you get it so that you don't really have to think about the software and it doesn't limit your ideas anymore, then it's limitless what you can create and get into your portfolio. I, I definitely agree. And I think there's even, like, you never know everything the software can do. You mm-hmm. learn the basics and then you find out just by clicking through that there's a million more options and even ways you can go against some of the presets to add your own style to it or just kind of break up the way someone else is doing it and use it to your own advantage. Yep, and I, I think some young designers feel intimidated or stymied by their lack of prowess in the Adobe suite. And I hate to I hate to hear that when when that becomes such a stumbling block, such an impediment to the development of ideas. And what I've seen with you in the development of your work from where you were a couple of months ago with some pretty rigid almost it looked like it was restrained by your lack of software knowledge to now you, your work is so much more free and so much more fun. I think one of my favorite hobbies is just sitting down in front of a piece of Adobe software and just figuring it all out. Back when I did photo, I broke my arm and I couldn't take pictures for an entire summer. So I sat down and I re-edited in Lightroom all of my photo catalog just to learn the tricks in Lightroom. And then went back to school and taught people little tricks in Lightroom in my photo classes to make their photos better. And I did that with After Effects. And I've just been doing it in InDesign now. And it's just so much fun to try and figure out all the little pieces, little tricks that you can find. I love it. That's great. Because it's sometimes finding the time to do that while you're in school can be challenging. But boy, now in the middle of this situation that we're in in this world... You've got a little time to do some digging. I think that can be fun. So what have you been doing to get inspired for your new work? I've been reading a lot of magazines and trying to not just read them, but really look at them and dissect them and how, like, what is the photo to text ratio and how much is too much text on a page, what do I like in this magazine what I don't like in this magazine? How would I change it? What would I add to it? It's kind of how I've been trying to find inspiration. Are there any um, design sites that you've leaned on? I really like the SPD, Society of Publication Designers. I really like going through their spread of the days. They've slowed down a bit since quarantine hit, but they're all very image-based which is very interesting to look at that ratio and how what they're praising as really good publication design is really helpful to see for me for going into the field and what I should be striving for. So let's talk a little bit about the job search process, how your portfolio stacks up, how your confidence level stacks up now with your new work. Tell me how you feel about starting this process of looking for a job. It's a little terrifying in the current climate but I feel pretty good about what I know and the fact that I just I'm always trying to learn a million new things and whatever I can get my hands on seems like a pretty good asset to a future employee or employer I mean I I'm still figuring out where I want to go exactly but I'm really excited and looking forward to finishing up this portfolio and 
showing it to as many people as possible. That's great. I love I love to hear you say that, Anna, because you're a talented young designer. And I think now that your book is really shaping up, it's getting to be that time. I think I think you can take this step with confidence and start reaching out to the kinds of, now that you know what you want to do, start reaching out to the kinds of places that you would really love to work. Do you have any advice for recent design school grads based on your experience? What would you say to someone who's just out of design school and they're hesitating and they're a bit unfocused? Tell, talk about your experience just bringing it into focus and gaining confidence. I guess I would say talk to you, Chris. <laughs> but I guess, or like just do research on what is out there. My school wasn't, was much more focused. It was a great school and I love it, but it was much more focused on you're going to be a professional fine artist. Hmm. You, it was not so much career oriented. It was like everyone when they graduate is going to have a piece in the MoMA and everyone's going to be so great. So it was a little crazy coming out and being like, well, I, how do I get a piece in the MoMA? <laughs> do I even want a piece in the MoMA or do I want to be a fine artist? So I guess finding people in the field that can help you is a good step forward and figuring out what you want to do and making a list, a plan of the goals and the tasks you have to do to get to where you want to be. I think if I could point to one consistent source of frustration, it's with students who went to art schools and knew that they wanted a creative career, but to your point, they were set up to do paintings to put in galleries and maybe don't even understand the opportunities in graphic design. Definitely my school was not geared that way. We only had one graphic design professor. I'm going to be honest, we I didn't really get along with her, so I didn't get I didn't go to her for a lot of advice. I lucked out by getting the one graphic design internship that was really available at the school and working a lot with the professor who was in charge of that and worked in a gallery for a while. So I got an idea of what it means to be a graphic designer and I really liked that. But I definitely needed help when I got out and needed to find someone who knew a lot, lot, lot more about the graphic design field than I did. Well, I will say it's been really fun working with you and watching you get focused and get excited about a career that you can really sink your teeth into and one that you are interested in and an industry that is open to your portfolio. Now you, I think you've, I think you are pointed in a really good direction. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm excited. Well, thank you so much, Anna, for taking the time to talk to me today. Um, it's such a pleasure. And when we end this call, we are going to go through your portfolio and I'm going to see the new work that you've just done, right? Mm-hmm. Sounds good. All right. Thanks a million, Anna. Okay. Thanks again to our guest, Anna Wisby, our newly graduated graphic designer from Alfred University, for sharing her story. If you are looking for career guidance and maybe some help developing your portfolio, send me an email to chris at creativecareerstarter.com and we'll set up a free 30-minute conversation to discuss ways to get your creative career moving. Thanks for listening today. See you next time.